Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Jace and Dedeker teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. I was about to call you John Travolta, because that's how you are dressed today, Jace. Well done. This is our uh, Halloween-y themed episode. I hope that it's uh, a little scary today, because, you know, we're in spooky season, apparently. It is the spookiest <laughs> of seasons, and chances yes. are good anytime you crack open the Bible that you're going to crack it open to something that's at least mildly terrifying. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's like maybe not spooky in the way that Halloween's normally spooky, but probably terrifying in a in a different way, at least. Holy ghost. Mm-hmm. Maybe if we just try sort of reading it in a spooky way at certain points, it'll feel spooky, you know? Okay. Okay. We can try doing something like to that effect. Doing yeah. some kind of extended Dracula voice. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that would be cool. Uh-huh. Extended Dracula. Gosh, that would be you hot. look good. You do look good, Jace. You are rocking this this John Travolta and Pulp Fiction kind of costume. And Emily and I did not get the memo that we were supposed to show up in costume today, so we're feeling yeah. a little so, out at the party. <laughs> yeah. So wow. this. So today, uh, this morning, I was told that my work was doing a costumed lunch over Zoom with everybody, mm. and I, I had knew about it but did not expect to attend it but then i was kind of told that i was expected to attend (laughs) so i was like okay quick what can i do i was like i want to do something that plays on how long my hair is now so i was Mm -hmm. like okay like john wick thor uh you know who else i'm like john wick's got all the facial hair like i didn't plan ahead and grow that out what can i do and i was like ah john travolta from pulp fictional work and i went and this is my stepdad's jacket because i don't have a suit jacket here at my mom's house um and i have this white shirt and i was like and all i need is a skinny black tie and turns out none of us in this house have a skinny black tie so i actually fired up the sewing machine and i sewed myself a black tie oh my goodness (laughs) that's really really impressive yeah like out of some curtains or something (laughs) what did you do i found this kind of sheer ish black fabric fairly it's like super lightweight like way more lightweight than a tie would actually be Uh um but yeah i like took it and it wasn't long enough so i had to sew two pieces together and then fold it over and sew it and turn it inside out and then sew up the ends oh my goodness for this costume on zoom it works pretty well i wouldn't wear it to a formal dinner but (laughs) now now it's so funny because most people in your situation would automatically think okay what's the most low maintenance easy to throw together costume i can and like of course yeah john travolta pulp fiction very very easy but then the fact that you go to the lengths of (laughs) sewing yourself a black skinny tie for the zoom lunch you gotta do what you gotta do it's dedication it is dedication for sure that's (laughs) awesome oh my goodness well uh are you gonna go as uma thurman then 
Like, I wish. The problem is I don't have a white button up. Like if I was at the house with Jace, we'd be fighting over that white button up he's currently wearing. <laughs> Jace, you gotta you just stitch her a, a white button up. I'll show you another just super one quick. Real quick. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. No, that's great. Oh, Alrighty. Goodness. Well, uh what what did we talk about last time? We talked about a lady and a boy who died and then came back to life. Yep. Because yeah. that's like the theme of Kings, it seems. Mm-hmm. Like Lots at least one dead boy for each book <laughs> that is resurrected. That's, that's the spooky. ratio we're working with. Yeah. yeah. Brady in the chat pointed out that we did have a zombie last week if that kid is a zombie now that he's been risen from the dead. So mm, that's true. You know, that's... The sneezing zombie. Sneezing zombie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. That was the sneezing. <laughs> yeah. Somebody was like, how many times can you sneeze in a row? And yes. Th- so that guy like pulled a cat and like sneezed over and over again like my cats like to. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Uh-huh. Uh, and then oh, but, there was that guy, yeah, Naaman, who had leprosy and came to Israel. And then Elisha was like, go dunk in the river seven times. You're not even worth my time. And he did it and it worked. <laughs> cool. Uh-huh. So we've kind of established Elisha as both having a lot of attitude, like putting people in their place a lot, but also rarely even comes out of his house to talk to people. He just sends <laughs> yeah, he a servant just out no to time do it. For people. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of servants, do you remember what happened to his servant Gehazi? He died, right? No. Oh, oh, did I he mean, get lit on fire? No. <laughs> Oh, okay. I mean, that's I a good know. guess I'm for Elisha. Just, I just like, know, name a bunch of things. Through, cycle <laughs> yeah. through all the possibilities. It is very, very good guesses. <laughs> uh, what happened? Re- refresh my memory. Well, he chased after that guy who Elisha cured of leprosy. Yes. And was like, hey, so like, actually, we d- you could use some money. Could you give that to us? And the guy's like, yeah, totally. No problem. But then Elisha was like, I astral projected and saw you do it. And that was bad. That's not how we do and so now you have leprosy and also Whoa. get out of here. And he did. Yep. Okay. That so, was the end of yikes. Gehazi's story. Yeah. A little bit rough. Jeez. Yeah. Just like such harsh punishments in the Bible. It's like, you know, you, you masturbate once, <laughs> your seed falls, and then all of a sudden you're a dead man. Yeah. Or, you know, you, you just feel like you should get a little bit of payment for the huge work that you helped do. Mm-hmm. And... No, and you're no, now you're yeah. no cutting corners on anything with Yahweh. Yeah. No yeah. small infractions, unless you're someone like David, who in which case a large infraction <laughs> ends up being treated like a small one. And then so. it's true. Fine. No it's true. worries. Yeah, hmm. oh, very interesting. All right. Well, what are we drinking for spooky season? Spooky day? Spooky? Oh, is that water? <laughs> <laughs> no, it does look like it, though, doesn't it? No, this is yes. rum. Uh, with some mango sparkling water. That's what I'm rocking okay. today. You're super like minimalist. You're like two ingredients. That's it. We're good. We've got this. Right, my outfit's only two colors. My drink's <laughs> only two ingredients. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's fine though. You know, that that's that's nice as well. Love it. <laughs> well, right, I'm okay. I'll be honest. I'm a little bit scared of what I'm drinking today. How? Oh. Scared how? How? It's Why? So strong. This mor- okay. This morning I woke up. And there was no one in the house. I was by myself. And I just kind of putted around and had my breakfast and did what I wanted you, to do. You and Jace are not in the same no, house. No, no, at the no. I'm down. I'm temporarily visiting my mom's house. Um, and yeah. my mom came home in the morning from grocery shopping. And she pulled out of her bag a six pack of Smirnoff Ices. 
And I'm sorry. I looked at her and I said, and I was like, I love this. Are so you much. 20? Is that a like, what, what, are you why 17? Did you, why did you buy that? And my mom was like, I, I don't know. I just grabbed them. And, <laughs> That's amazing. And I told her, I was like, Mom, you should know that the last time I drank Smirnoff Ice is when I was like 19, and it was the first time I ever got sick from drinking too much alcohol. Um, so I have one here. It's the Smirnoff Ice screwdriver Mango? flavor. Oh, okay. okay I've not at least tasted it's a different it yet. flavor. It is a different flavor. I am a little worried that I'm going to taste it and just like all of college will come back to me and I'll just projectile vomit (laughs) all over my computer instantly. So I I mean, it's an orange drink. It's like good for Halloween. It is very Halloween-y seeming. I do have some backup wine just in case I (laughs) couldn't get this down. The mixture of those two is so weird. Okay, no, 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 no. no. The intention is if I can only have a sip of Smirnoff Ice and then I'm just like, I can't do it, then I have the backup wine. If I'm drinking a Smirnoff Ice, I guarantee you this will be the only thing I drink for the next two days, as in just this one drink, because I do not want to make any risky choices. I see, I see. So let me take a little sip. Yeah, how... uh... Okay, yeah, how is it? Oh, boy. Oh. (laughs) Is it just like pure sugar and... The front end was fine. The front end was kind of like, this actually okay. tastes maybe like a screwdriver. And then the back end was literally like freshman year in my mouth. <laughs> just... <laughs> and, uh, and there you go. I'm year in my mouth. <laughs> I'm imagining oh like the tasting notes on that. And it's like, you know, opens up with an orangey screwdriver taste and then blossoms into a freshman year finish. <laughs> Very much. I'm going to try to do it. I'm going to try to do it. I think if okay. I drink it slowly, it'll be okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, good luck with that. Um, <laughs> I also tried to do something kind of like Halloween-y, just like make a really dark drink with, um, what is this, blackberries? I don't think it's mm-hmm. rambleberry. But yes. Oh, oh goodness. I think your mom is here <laughs> yes, I know. in the chat. Because I summoned her. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Tamara. Hi. <laughs> Hello. And your, mom, um, and your mom is here too, Emily. It's, oh, yeah, she's it's a always special here. Halloween mom episode of Drunk Jace, Bible where's Study. your mom? Uh, I'll text her. You keep going. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> love it. No, I, so what? Oh, don't fear the Reaper, indeed. I love uh, Blue Oyster Cult. Awesome. Heck yes. Um, so, what is this? This is a, I think the website said that it's called a Blackberry Lemonade, hmm. generally done with vodka, but I don't like vodka, so it's with gin. Um, it's just a lot of lemon juice, some agave, and muddled blackberries with gin. And it's quite lovely, yeah. Can you give yeah, it like little... a more spooky name though? Oh boy. I don't know. What's it okay, it's a blackberry like a, the lemonade. Witch's delight or something. Oh, oh I like that. I like oh, okay. that. Okay. Witch's brew yeah, makes good. it kind of dumb pun like lemon delight killinade or something like that but <laughs> which is like is much too. better okay which is which is delight yes i like that that's good okay well what are we drinking or i'm yes. sorry what are we reading today we've already drunk <laughs> we are in the process of drinking so what are we reading today yeah today we're continuing on with second kings chapters six through eight three chapters today if you want to read along with us you can do that at drunkbiblestudy.com slash read and type in 2 Kings 6-8. As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, this is 2 Kings chapter 6. 
It is a little spooky, It's I guess. It's good for us. Yes, indeed. The sons of the prophets said to Elisha, See now, the place where we dwell before you is too straight for us. Too straight? Like It's not, on the not straight nearly narrow? fair enough. Yes, I yeah, don't know. I don't, yeah. What's, yeah, I have no idea. I don't know, straight. Let us go, we pray you, to the Jordan, and there, and take there every man a beam, and let us make... And let us make us a place there where we may dwell. So like a, a beam of wood or something. So we're going like to make a, a big old house for us beam. at the sure. Jordan? For a house for Elisha or a house for all these bros? It says the sons of the prophets said to Elisha. Let, let's let's, let's have a go. barn raising. Let yeah. people go. So the, the yeah, sons of the prophets raising. always gets translated in the message as the guild of prophets. Oh, Which I just love that they've formed a guild. They're a D and D guild, yeah. yes, and they're going. Elisha is the DM. Okay, <laughs> he answered, "Go you, go you." One said, "Be pleased, I pray you, to go with your servants." He answered, "I will go." Uh, all right. Oh, so he's going with them. I, I don't they're know. like, "Come okay. on." Okay, Elisha is coming. Okay, he they coaxed him out of his house, and he's yeah, coming. that's true. That's a big task getting it him is. to leave his house. That's true. It really is. So he went with them. But when they came to the Jordan, they cut down wood. But as one was felling a beam, the axe head fell into the water and he cried and said, alas, my master, for it was borrowed. Oh, no. Not even Thanks. his own axe. Shoot, that's awkward. <laughs> I'm going to have to, uh, yeah, get another axe for this guy. Oh, boy. <laughs> this is awkward. So it- The man of- the message huh? clarifies that it fell into the river. Did that was that in yeah. this translation? It says the axe head fell into the water and I he see. cried. Got I'm it, got it. I'm assuming like it fell and and it was really heavy, so it just like sunk to the bottom, perhaps. Yeah, yeah that like the head came off of the axe, the stick oh. part, and it flew out into the river and it sank. Jeez, that's not a very good axe if potentially <laughs> like the head is going to be flying around. Yeah, you could tell the well, person you borrowed it from. Be like, look. I did you a favor here, really. This was a crappy axe. <laughs> yeah, this was an accident waiting to happen. This, so. Yeah, yeah, this is just a straight-up lawsuit. Like, what if there had been hands. a child standing right there? It could have been terrible. Well, Elisha was there, too, and he could have probably resurrected him. Oh, that's true. Okay. Mm-hmm. The man of God said, Where fell it? He showed him the place. He cut down a stick and cast it there and made the iron to swim. Whoa. Whoa. That's Whoa. cool. That's pretty magical. Yeah. Indeed it is. How did he do that? Did he have a secret, very, very, very strong magnet that he Ooh. attached to that stick? That he tied to a stick? <laughs> and then threw it out there? <laughs> I don't know. I guess huh. we can write that down and look that up later. Yeah. yeah see what's, what that's all about. Okay. Cool. Cool. Another party trick. Yes. He said, take it up to you. So he put out his hand and took it. Now, the king of Syria was warring against Israel, and he took counsel with his servants, saying, In such and such a place shall be my camp. In such and such a place. Uh-huh. Alrighty. The man of God sent to the king of Israel, saying, Beware that you not pass such a place, for there the Syrians are coming down. The I king see, so of Israel. It's like an ambush. Yes. Okay. Do, okay, is the Axe story at all connected to this story? Have we just hopped straight into a completely unrelated story? I'm going to go with the latter. Unrelated, yeah. yeah. Okay. Option <laughs> <Right>. B. <laughs> Great. 
Uh, the Okay, the man of God, yes. The king of Israel sent to the place where the man of God told him and warned him of, and he saved himself there, not once nor twice. He saved himself there. Like, what do you mean? I, I don't know what I mean, Jace. <laughs> what does the Bible mean? What does the message say? What verse is that? Uh, 10. 10. Okay, so 10 just says, So the king of Israel sent word concerning the place of which the holy man had warned him. This kind of thing happened all the time. Huh. <laughs> okay. So okay. I don't know how okay. I got that from what you just read. I have no idea. He saved himself there not once nor twice. Okay, but that's Very all strange. we need to know. This kind of thing is normal, totally normal. Nothing to see here, folks. <laughs> yeah. Happens all the time. All right. <laughs> the heart of the king of Syria was sore troubled for this thing. And he called his servants and said to them, won't you show me which of us is for the king of Israel? Won't you show me which of us is for the king of Israel? So this is the king of Syria, I think, saying, like, who's the mole? Who's the traitor? Who's for Israel instead of for us? There's a mole? Did I miss that? that? That's what it seems to imply. Well, because the king of Israel was told, well, he thinks there's a mole, but really it was the prophet who knew they were going to lay an ambush here. I see, I see. Okay. Yes. Right. Got it. Okay. One of his servants said, no, my lord, O king, but Elisha, the prophet who is in Israel, tells the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedchamber. Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Okay. I mean, sounds like a wiretap to me, but... I know. Seriously, geez. It reminds me of uh, Stranger Things, that idea of, like, being able to telepathically just, like, listen in on a conversation that's happening mm. somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Mm. Definitely reminds me of so that. So Elisha's crushing Coke cans somewhere in the world. Yeah. Oh, probably. Yeah, yeah, he does it for fun. He said, go and see where he is that I may send and get him. It was told him, saying, behold, he is in Dothan. That sounds like a, a Game of Thrones yeah, reference. Yeah, totally. Therefore sent he their horses and chariots and a great host, and they came by night and surrounded the city. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Big battle. Big it, battle I, scene. Big Game of Thrones oh, really? style battle scene, right? Uh, well, right, I don't he know. sent this whole army to surround the town where he found out that Elisha is, so. Okay, yeah. When the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth, behold, a host with horses and chariots was round about the city. His servant said to him, not the other guy, I'm assuming. New servant, yeah. New servant. (laughs) Totally new guy. Alas, my master, how shall we do? He answered, don't be afraid, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Oh, okay. So, like, we've got more men, so don't worry, even though we're surrounded currently? Seems that way. feeling confident. Yeah, he's feeling good. Elisha prayed and said, Yahweh, please open his eyes that he may see. (laughs) Yahweh opened the eyes of the young man and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. Mm, He's got a spooky army. He's got an angel army. Is that where it comes from? Like the movie title? The movie title. Does it come from this this Bible? That's a good question. I I mean... Yeah, that is a good question. Conceptually, chariots of fire, is that only a biblical thing? Or do we have concepts from other cultures depicting fiery chariots? It must be. It's got to be the latter, right? It can't just be from the Bible. How many things are just from the Bible, though? What a question. (laughs) 
I mean, I don't know. I'm learning about a lot of things that are in the Bible. <laughs> yeah, so... but I, I think the better question, though, with that movie is, was that title inspired by the Bible or was that title just a random other thing that they thought of have any of us seen this movie I no have not. i have not okay so we're not the most informed audience to try to make <laughs> really conjecture about it's where not the title about chariot. come from i know it's not about chariots or fire it's about running it's about running on like the beach marathon? that's literally the only thing i know i know that they run on a beach are they in england i don't know <laughs> i have no idea anyways <laughs> maybe somebody in the chat can tell us all right when they came, uh, yes, when they came down to him, oh, my oh. mom says it's about training for the Olympics. Thank you, mom. Your mom I know is the that resident trains a fire expert. <laughs> I knew she had seen it, so that was me just being like, can you please tell me things? <laughs> Good. When they came down to him, Elisha prayed to Yahweh and said, please smite this people with blindness. <laughs> with blindness? Wow. 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 God, jeez. Goodness. He struck them with blindness, according to the word of Elisha. Jeez, can you imagine having that much power? Being like, excuse me, God, I don't like this person. Can you, like, make his day really, really shitty? Can you just, like, send some bears for his eyes? (laughs) Yeah. He probably thought about bears first and was like, "Mm, it's a big army. There'd be a lot of bears. Been Let's there, just done that. blind them. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, that's probably, that's, like, fairly good in terms of a tactic to use. Elisha said to them, this is not the way, neither neither is the city. Follow me, and I will bring you to the man whom you seek. He led them to Samaria. So just hang on. Let's recap what's happened here. I don't know what's happened. Like, they're what? People came to Israel? Are they in Israel? No, remember they're in Doshan. Dothan. Dothan. Yes, they came Dothan. to the city of Dothan, where they were told uh-huh. that Elisha is. This whole army from Syria, or Aram, yeah. as the message calls it, they huh. all came and surrounded the city. And Elisha's servant boy was like, New "Oh servant. no!" And he's like, "No, nah, no, nah, look, we got tons of people with us." And then did his god magic and opened up his third eye. With which... Yeah, it doesn't even matter about all those people, though, because I'm going to blind everyone, so whatever, <laughs> well, right, worry, so that's bro. what's weird, is that he let him see all the chariots of fire and horses of fire around the other guys, but then instead of using those, he's like, actually, let's just blind them instead. <laughs> yeah, and I then, know, jeez. And then he goes to the blinded army, and he's like, hey, so this isn't where you meant to go. Let Follow me. <laughs> I'll take you where you should go. <laughs> How can they follow him? They're like, everyone hold follow the shoulder the leader, of the person right. exactly. behind <laughs> Thank you. And we'll just single file <laughs> follow yeah. my the horses. Voice. Horse, yeah. put your little hoof on the horse shoulder behind in front of you. <laughs> and we'll shoulder. just make our merry way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, he led them to Samaria. It happened when they were come into Samaria, Samaria, not Mario, that Elisha said, Yahweh, open the eyes of these men that they may see. Wow. He can just oh. turn that blindness on and off. On yeah, and off. Well, it's pretty cool. We've, we've had that before where he just kind of opens and closes people's wombs at will. Like a the, light the, switch. The Yahweh does. Wombs. Yeah. Their wombs. Yes, Emily, yes. their wombs. Their uteruses. <laughs> Yes, the uteri. Um, So he opened their eyes and they saw, and behold, they were in the midst of Samaria. The king of Israel said to Elisha when he saw them, my father, shall I strike them? What? 
Did he actually leave? I'm so I'm so lost. I'm so lost. I'm like this blind army just stumbling <laughs> around in the dark. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. My father, shall I strike them? This is oh. the king of Israel now. Okay. So they led. So Elisha led this army, Congo line style, <laughs> with their eyes blinded, to Samaria, which is where the king of Israel is, and then unblinded them. And they saw like, oh, shoot, we're in, we're in like the stronghold of Israel now. And then the king of Israel calls Elisha father and says, father, shall I, you know, kill these people? Kill them? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Shall I strike them? Oh, he said, my father, shall I strike them? Shall I strike them? He said it twice. He answered, you shall not strike them. Would you strike those whom you have taken captive with your sword and with your bow? And the guy's like, yeah. Probably, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Set bread and water before them that they may eat and drink and go to their master. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. He prepared great provision for them. And when they had eaten and drunk, he sent them away and they went to their master. You mean like the, the Syria... Yeah. The Syrian king. So he just like gave him food and drink and was like, get out of here, you kids. Wow. It's like a big prank, basically. <laughs> yeah. You're right. It what was. A weird prank. I mean, is it like ultimate power play to just be like, look, mm. we led your whole army to this other place, used our Yahweh powers on you. You got nothing on us. So just run on home and don't mess with us again. Yeah. It's pretty yeah, cool. Sure. Yeah. It is. It's definitely a power move. Yeah. Surprisingly merciful for what we've seen in this book so far. Yeah, exactly. I I'm like surprised it, that Elisha would do that, considering that, you know, some kids made fun of his hairline and he murdered <laughs> them thing, kind of, maybe. Right. Yeah, like bears killed them. But these soldiers, like, mm, have some food and drink. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, get out of here, you kids. The bands, the bands of Syria came no more into the land of Israel. It happened after this that Benihad, Ben Hadad, king of Syria. Oh yeah, good old Ben Hadad. Oh yeah, ben we know Hadad. Ben Hadad. Yep. Yes, Ben Hadad, king of Syria, gathered all his host and went up and besieged Samaria. There was great famine in Samaria, and behold, they besieged it until a donkey's head was sold for eighty pieces of silver and the fourth part of a cab. Of Dove's dung for five pieces of silver. Excuse me? All right. Stop the podcast. Because th there's a whole new economy suddenly that's been introduced into this story that we really need to unpack. Okay, so... Uh, Part of a cab, K-A-B, of Dove's dung. Okay, hold on. So now we're dealing in donkey's heads and dove poop, correct? That's how bad the famine is? That's what I'm seeing. That's what I'm seeing. And how many pieces of silver did this donkey head get sold for? Um, 80. Okay, and how much did this dove poop get sold for? Five. Five, okay. I mean... I, I'm amazed I, that it got anything. Yeah. I did not live back then, but I think that is way overpriced I agree. for a decapitated donkey's head I think, and a pile of dove crap. I mean, that makes sense. I guess it's right. It's like you're so scarce on food that you'll eat dove crap and you'll even Are pay for the privilege is of doing what, it. I think but that's is it that? to eat. Is it to eat or is it to burn as fuel? Oh, uh, maybe. Maybe uh, that's the reason why so, most yeah, people would be dealing in poop. Hmm, yeah, okay. set, that, set that on fire for sure. Right. As the king of Israel was passing by on the wall, there cried a woman to him saying, help my lord, O king. 
He said, if Yahweh doesn't help you, when shall I help you? Mm. Wow. I know. Out of the threshing floor or out of the wine press? Jeez. The king said to her, what ails you? She answered, this woman said to me, give me your son that we may eat him today and we will eat my son tomorrow. Wait. So the woman said another woman came and said, eat my son? I think so. So we did. Is that, am I following you? This is, this is a Halloween episode. We've done it. it. This is, this is it. (laughs) (laughs) As my mom said, I bet they didn't cover this in Sunday school. Yeah, no, I bet not. Eating babies. The king said to her, what ails you? She answered, this woman said to me, give me your son that we may eat him today and we will eat my son tomorrow. Oh, Oh, oh my God. I'm sorry. Whoa. Oh, this. So we boiled my son and ate him. And I said to her on the next day, give your son that we may eat him. And she has hit her son. Okay, this is a Halloween episode. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, 100% it's official then. Halloween episode. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so this is not the first time we've talked about eating babies. But do you remember back in, I think this was in Deuteronomy, maybe? But where Yahweh was doing the whole carrot and the stick thing, being like, everything's going to be so great if you follow me. And if you don't, it's going to be so bad that not only will you eat your children, but you won't even share them with your neighbors. And here it is. It's come true. Yeah, that's true. Wow. That is so true. It's it's almost too perfect. (laughs) It almost lines up a little too well. You know, I mean, this definitely seems like it could very much be a case of the whole like kind of retconning potentially yeah she's you know either the prophecy happened first and then we kind of write a story that perfectly fits it or this happens and then we kind of go back and write a prophecy that fits it or yeah or it just happened man god sees like everything time is not like one line (laughs) it's circular or something it's happening (laughs) all around us so he knew that it was going to happen right so you always saw this and then went back in time to Deuteronomy and, and was like, I'll yeah. do this to you because he knew. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Wow. This well, is super messed up, by the way. One. Yeah. Yeah. This is outrageously messed up. Okay. It happened when the king heard the words of the woman that he tore his clothes. Yeah, now okay. he was passing by on the wall. Wasn't he doing that before? I don't know. And the people looked and behold, he had a sackcloth within on his flesh. He had sackcloth within on his flesh like he was wearing wearing it underneath his clothes perhaps against his flesh yeah it seems like he was wearing yeah like burlap sack cloth underneath his clothes which they did for for mourning and for suffering as we've established i say well maybe he's like mourning for just the famine and how awful things are in his kingdom yeah and then he's so upset by this woman and her son that they that he rips open his robes and now everyone sees that he's doing this Yeah, I say, okay. Then he said, God do so to me and more also if the head of Elisha, the son of Saphat, shall stand on him this day. I believe that's pronounced Snapchat. (laughs) Snapchat. Snapchat. Snapchat, yeah. But Elisha was sitting in his house like he always does. (laughs) And the elders were sitting with him and the king sent a man from before him But before the messenger came to him, he said to the elders, 
See you how this son of a murderer is sent to take away my head? Now, hold so, on. I feel like we're getting too far yeah. away from this baby eating. It's it's like we're not coming it back was, to it. No, it's I done. mean, it was just it's a moment happened. in time. Yeah. It <sighs> happened, and now it's over. Like, so many things that are just, you know, for lack of a better word, batshit in the Bible. <laughs> and, yeah, just totally off the Bible's rocker. You mean dove shit is what you mean. <laughs> dove shit. You're, you're, you are right. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and no, I think um, that was just to emphasize how very, very bad it is. Right, I guess. Yeah. Well, he was upset about it, as he should have been. Right, but but um, it's interesting though that then his solution is, I'm gonna kill Elisha, and so he sends this guy to go kill him. Is but that Elisha, what happened? Yeah, because okay. he said, "What did he say?" Like God, God, God you know, told me to do so. No. Also, if the head of Elisha, the son yeah. of Saphat, shall stand on him this day. So if his head still stays on him this day, then I'm a monkey's uncle, (laughs) you know. Okay, (laughs) got it. All right. But Elisha's like chilling with these elders. Right. And he's totally protected. Well, but he he sees this guy come up and says to the elders, look at this murderer, this man sent by a son of a murderer or whatever. He's come to try to kill me. Okay, thank you for translating. I appreciate it. I don't know you got all that from this, but you do have the message. I have the message up here, so I was able to check and make sure I had that interpretation right. I see. Okay. So, okay, see you how this son of a murderer has sent to take away my head? Mm -hmm. Behold, when the messenger comes, shut the door and hold the door fast against him. Isn't the sound of his master's feet behind him? It's Isn't like, it? <laughs> yeah, Wiley Coyote, and yeah, exactly. <laughs> His feet is behind him. When he was yet talking with them, behold, the messenger came down to him, and he said, "Behold, this evil is of Yahweh. Why should I wait for Yahweh any longer?" That's the end of the chapter. Oh, weird. <laughs> Okay. That cool. went so I mean, many places. We started with this magical floating axe head and went to killing babies and then Wiley a Coyote. That was a lot. That was a lot to pack into one chapter. Yeah, seriously. Uh, wow. I'm going to, yeah, like need a, need a second here. That was a lot. Goodness. Well, that's actually a good opportunity because we're about at our halfway point for this episode. And so really? that was a long chapter. So we're going to take a quick break here. Okay, and we're back. <laughs> and Hello, we're everyone. Back. Wow, <laughs> gracious. Okay. So, so hold on one second. Now, Jace, I actually was oh. wondering. Uh, I assigned this chapter to you, but because I've brought upon myself the curse of the Smirnoff Ice, and I'm having technical difficulties, can I do this chapter since it's shorter? <laughs> sure. Try to sneak sure. it in while your computer's just working. Try to s- exactly. <laughs> yeah, just try to sneak idea. it on in. Okay. Maybe I yeah. Stop for drinking it. this Smirnoff Ice. You want to switch but to that one? I'm in. But then I'm going to be mixing, and then I just feel like I'm asking yeah. for an m- even more horrible curse than what is currently happening. Well, I, like the king of Israel, have torn my robes off, meaning I've taken off my blazer, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm so upset about this child eating that's going on. Okay. Well, how about I'll just take over chapter seven and give you a little bit of time to calm down, and then we'll <laughs> okay. take it from there, huh? Perfect. Okay. Second Kings, chapter seven. Elisha said, Hear you the word of Yahweh. Thus says Yahweh, 
Tomorrow about this time shall a measure of fine flour be sold for a shekel, and two measures of barley for a shekel, in the gate of Samaria. Then the captain on whose hand the king leaned answered the man of God and said, Behold, if Yahweh should make windows in heaven, might this thing be? He said, Behold, you shall see (laughs) it with your eyes, but shall not eat of it. So he's doing some prophesying about the price of flour and barley. Well, okay, we've established, though, that that this this famine has gotten so bad that the head of a donkey is 80 shekels and bird poop is five. So the fact that like barley is going to sell for one, mm. I think he's saying like the famine's going to be over. Okay. Oh, is All it? Right. Oh, right. But he's like, saying you can't eat I of hope it. So you'll, you'll well, see this happen, but you can't eat of it. I Why think he's saying that to the king, maybe. Who? Who? Yeah. Okay. Who's he saying that to exactly? He's talking to the king, but the captain is there also being the leaning post for the king. You know Let's that that see. common thing that exists in the world the leaning post the leaning post man yeah so <laughs> yeah i'm checking the message here and it basically elisha is saying the famine's going to be over by this time tomorrow food's going to be plentiful it's going to oh, be wow. great handful of meal for a shekel whatevs right no big deal i mean that's a very fast bounce back for the economy yeah seriously <laughs> yeah so then truly the attendant on whom the king leaned for support <laughs> so apparently this is a real job uh-huh. uh the attendant said, you expect us to believe that? Trapdoors opening in the sky and food tumbling out? So I think he said like you, Dedeker. He's like, that's a pretty fast recovery for the economy here. I love that. <laughs> and, Trapdoors opening in the sky. <laughs> and then Elisha answered him, the, this leaning postman, and said, yeah, you'll see it, but you ain't going to get it. Whoa. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Right. Even if somebody like asks a question... <laughs> they're they're saying yeah okay it was well a not pretty, you though pretty sassy question though come on it's true yes, but trap still, doors you know geez, very sassy, can be very sassy. sarcastic <laughs> yeah now uh-huh. there were four leprous men at the entrance of the gate and they said one to another why sit we here until we die if we say we will enter into the city then the famine is in the city and we shall die there and if we sit still here, we die also. Now, therefore, come and let us fall to the host of the Syrians. If they save us alive, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall but die. Okay, so... Oh, I see, into the Syrians. Yes. Ah. Yes. So he's, they're going to Syria? Or what are they they're doing? They're going to the camp of the Syrians. Yeah. They're, they're okay. four lepers with nothing they're to lose. Mm-hmm. They're rebels yeah. without causes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Okay. They rose up in the twilight to go to the camp of the Syrians, and when they were come to the outermost part of the camp of the Syrians, behold, there was no man there. For the Lord had made the host of the Syrians to hear a noise of chariots and a noise of horses, even the noise of a great host. And they said one to another, Behold, the king of Israel has hired against us the kings of the Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to come on us. Therefore they arose and fled in the twilight and left their tents and their horses and their donkeys, even the camp as it was, and fled for their life. So Yahweh played a big old trick on them with some sounds. Right. But this is where all the food's going to be. Ah, they're going to steal it. Also, interesting that it keeps referring to it as a famine, but it seems more like a siege. It seems more like that's their army's true. been outside sieging them so they can't get any supplies. They can't get any food. Yeah, yeah that's true. Oh, okay. That's what's been happening. When so these lepers 
When these lepers came to the outermost part of the camp, they went into one tent and ate and drank and carried their silver and gold and clothing and went and hid it. And they came back and entered into another tent and Mm. carried there also and went and hid it. Yeah. Then they said to one, one to another, we aren't doing right. This day is a day of good news and we hold our peace. If we wait until the morning light, punishment will overtake us. Now, therefore, come, let us go and tell the king's household. They're pretty smart lepers, to be fair. They realize that if people find out that this is a thing and that they're the only ones who've managed to make off with any food or treasure or whatever, they're going to get it. Yeah, you're going to go from being kind of outcast to being really outcast. To be dead levels of outcast. Or just being dead, yeah. 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 So they came and called to the porter of the city, and they told them, saying, We came to the camp of the Syrians, and behold, there was no man there, neither voice of man, but the horses tied, and the donkeys tied, and the tents as they were. He so called they left the all their animals even and just like ran on foot. Just That's ran. Weird. They were just Wait, terrified. You're saying that the lepers did or somebody else did? No, all the, Syrians the Syrians did. Okay, okay. Or the Arameans, if you believe the message in the NIV. Who believes that? Oh, it's them? saying Armenians? <laughs> no. Not Armenians, Arameans. <laughs> Arameans. Okay. He called the porters and they told it to the king's household within. The king arose in the night and said to his servants, I will now show you what the Syrians have done to us. They know that we are hungry. Therefore are they gone out of the camp to hide themselves in the field, saying, when they come out of the city, we shall take them alive and get into the city. Mm. Okay, so the king thinks it's a trap. Yep. Okay. It's a trap. One of his servants answered, Please, let some take five of the horses that remain, which are left in the city. Behold, they are as all the multitude of Israel who are left in it. Behold... They are as all the multitude of Israel who are consumed. That was in a parentheses. And let us send and see. Okay. (laughs) Can you help me out? I feel like we're really leaning hard on the message today. Yeah, Yeah. seriously. So uh, he says, the worst that can happen is no worse than what could happen to the whole city. Let's, Let's send them and find out what's happened. Basically saying, let's send a small group. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay. So clear. Yeah. Still not very clear. They took, therefore, two chariots with horses, and the king sent after the host of the Syrians, saying, Go and see. They went after them to the Jordan, and behold, all the way was full of garments and vessels, which the Syrians had cast away in their haste. They were just getting undressed as (laughs) they were going. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) The messengers returned and told the king, the people went out and plundered the camp of the Syrians. So a measure of fine flour was sold for a shekel and two measures of barley for a shekel, according to the word of Yahweh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. The king appointed the captain on whose hand he leaned to have the charge of the gate and the people trod on him in the gate. Oh. And he died as the man of God had said, who spoke Jeez. when the king came down to him. Yep. Wow. So when Elisha was like, yeah, it's going to happen and you're not going to get it. It, like he, he actually meant you were going to die. Gonna trampled to death. The hell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The hell. The mob of people who wanted the food just trampled this dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's like Jeez. if you don't believe instantaneously in what anybody tells you about Yahweh. Seriously. Any though, doubt whatsoever what is going to be punished. God, yeah. Just, uh, Apparently. Breathing room here. It happened as the man of God had spoken to the king, saying, Two measures of barley for a shekel and a measure of fine flour for a shekel shall be tomorrow about this time in the gate of Samaria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drink for repetition. <laughs> and that captain answered the man of God and said, Now behold, if Yahweh should make windows in heaven, might such a thing be? 
Good lord. Oh, they're just recapping. Windows recapping. in heaven. So just everyone and keep drinking. Said, yeah, this is the trapdoors. Okay. Oh, the windows oh, oh. in heaven. Yeah, you thank shall, you. You shall see it with your eyes, but shall not eat of it. It happened even so to him, for the people trod on him in the gate, and he died. It's like a bad comedian where it's like you have to explain your joke and explain <laughs> the why fact. the story is funny after the fact. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Well, that was the end of the chapter. I survived. I survived. Well done. If yes. If the Smirnoff curse takes me again, just just keep on going. I promise. We'll see I what we can do. Come back to avenge myself. Maybe <laughs> I'll come back as a vengeful Smirnoff ghost. Ooh, <laughs> what would that look like? <laughs> Jeez. Just ghost? like a weird, a weird freshman. Like, yeah, me circa around. 2006. Oh boy. Trying to not puke on my boyfriend's feet and failing at that task. <laughs> anyway, Gracious. Rest in peace. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> Brian in the chat is asking why people don't say trod anymore. It is a good it's a one. Good, it's a trod good on, Trod on yeah. something. Yeah. It's pretty well, good. Step on Jace's feet and then be like, oh, I'm so sorry I trod on you. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yes. Okay. It's your turn. Now. Famine's over. We're back to Elisha. Now, Elisha cool. had spoken to the woman whose son he had restored to life, saying... Oh. Yeah. Wait, we're back to last episode. Wow. Saying, arise, and go you to your household, and sojourn uh, wherever you can sojourn. For <laughs> Yahweh has called for a famine, and it shall also Another come one. on... Another one? Are we jumping back in time? Wait, did we go... One? Yeah. Oh, is it back in time? God bless it. This might be a flashback. I... I'm not sure. Yeah. Mm, okay. And it... how much time pass? And Goodness. it shall also come on the land seven years. So yeah, that's going to be a long famine. But maybe this is the one that we just saw. This is a little confusing. Yeah. No wonder they were eating babies. It was a seven-year famine. That was a long time, yeah. Yeah. The woman arose and did according to the word of the man of God. And she went with her household and sojourned in the land of the Philistines seven years. I really like pronouncing it Philistines. Philistines? Samson and Delilah movie where they all pronounce it Philistine. It happened at the seven years' end that the woman returned out of the land of the Philistines, and she went forth to cry to the king for her house and for her land. Oh, I see. Oh, oh so did she's... Did get taken away? Yeah, Seems she's like just it. kind of wandered off, yeah. and now she's coming crawling back. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sad that her land is now occupied by baby eaters or whatever. Yeah. Now, the king was talking with Gehazi, the servant of the man of God. Okay, okay. Oh, the he de- must de- be back. He, oh gosh, this is... Okay, Timeline's so very he's, wait, yes, he's still in the picture, but this is before he's been cursed with leprosy, I'm assuming. I yeah, this is like well, a recent season of Westworld, where you're just like getting scenes <laughs> and later have to piece together what happened before what. Like. Yeah, because when did he, when did he like curse him with leprosy? How much longer after... The whole dead kid resurrected thing. Did this happen? I mean, apparently here, seven years after Gehazi is still his servant. So weird that. Yeah, that is really weird. Uh, I wonder if like continuity is not exactly correct in in the Bible here. (laughs) Perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Or it is or it is Westworld. You know, it's just we're kind of jumping around in time and later we'll reveal that Gehazi was a robot all along. And, you know, cool. Okay, cool. We'll yeah. put that put that in our movie for sure. Uh, okay, so the king was talking to Gehazi, the servant of the man of God, saying, 
please tell me all the great things that Elisha has done. It happened as he was telling the king how he had restored to life him who was dead, that behold, the woman whose son he had restored to life cried to the king for her house and for her land. Oh, Gehazi said, my lord, O king, this is the woman and this is her son who Elisha restored to life. When the king asked the woman, she told him. Yes, so I am the king, that person. <laughs> yep. So the king appointed to her a certain officer, saying, Restore all that was hers, and all the fruits of the field since the day that she left the land, even until now. Okay, sweet deal. Uh, maybe new, okay, totally different story now. Elisha. Oh, great. Okay. Oh, okay. Good. wow. Great. I love that so story. she's good. She had a great life. All of Happy her stuff ending. came back. She's good, yeah. Wandered around she's got with her son, too. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good yeah. for her. Okay. Verse seven. Elisha came to Damascus, and Ben Hadad, the king of Syria, was sick, and it was told him, saying, The man of God has come here. Oh, so He's we're in all over Syria the place. now. Okay, cool. Yeah. The king said to Hazael, Take a present in your hand and go meet the man of God and inquire of Yahweh by him, saying, Shall I recover of this sickness? Some Pepperidge Farm cookies. Yeah. I know you like them a lot. Like, what kind of <laughs> present are we talking here? I'm thinking, you know, some some cookies, maybe some, <laughs> some little cute cute uh, tchotchkes, you know, some little statues. Yeah. It's, a, it's his... a little gift basket, you yeah. know. It's all okay. covered in the cellophane and everything. Right. Okay. Maybe some couple bottles of wine, you know, a baguette maybe. Yeah. So it's... he has to go and ask Elisha if he's going to get better from his yes. sickness? Okay. But like right. he ne- he really needed to like be a good a good guest in Elisha's house and bring a gift like a well, bottle so this of wine. Is, this is the king of Syria, the one oh. who is just sieging their city. Okay, he's the one who's sick and sending a servant to Elisha, who's nearby in Damascus. Basket. Okay, sorry, Bree in the chat suggested a Google Play <laughs> gift card, which is just like the saddest <laughs> gift I can think of. Really, yeah. gosh. Uh, okay. Boy. Okay. <laughs> So Hazael went to meet him and took a present with him, even of every good thing thing of Damascus, 40 camels burden. Whoa, so okay. A lot this, of is not gonna fit. this is not going to fit in one single basket. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is more like the Dursleys' Christmas presents in Harry Potter, yeah, right? Okay. Like the whole room filled with presents for their son and it's still not 47. enough. 47, yes. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> 40 camels. Last year I got 42 camels. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so 40 camels burden and came and stood before him and said, your son, Ben-Hadad, king of Syria, has sent me to you saying, shall I recover of this sickness? Elisha said to him, go, tell him, you shall surely recover. However, Yahweh has shown me that he shall surely die. Wait, Wait what? Hold who? on. Who's going to recover? Who's but you die? are going to die. The king of Syria. A little, little bit of a mixed bag. Yeah. So you're going to die one day because we all do. But <laughs> yeah, you're maybe. also going to recover from this particular illness. Is so that this what's is happening? An unfalsifiable claim. Basically, right. is what he's laying down on him. You will eventually die, but <laughs> he's saying he's going to get better. A call him big. He okay. is going to get better. He settled his gaze steadfastly on him until he was ashamed, and the man of <laughs> God wept. So, like, 
he did a staring contest with this guy to the point that he cried. That's Wait, the point that the Elisha... Servant? The, the servant. servant stared at Elisha? No, the servant Elisha was like... stared at the servant. Oh. But it says, in the man of God wept. Yeah. Wait, the man of... Wait, what? Yes, Elisha was the one who was crying. I don't know why. Oh, you're right. It's like the ser- the servant was like, "No, you're totally right." This, yeah. What is this dove crack like, you're trying I to hate give me? This. You need to give me something better. Yeah, uh, try again, Elisha. <laughs> okay, so Haziel said, "Why weeps, my lord?" He answered, "Because I know the evil that you will do to the children of Israel. Their oh. strongholds will you set on fire." And their young men will you kill with the sword, and will dash in pieces their little ones, and rip up their women with child. Wow. Rip them up. My goodness. Yeah. Gracious. Okay. Hazael said, but what is your servant, who is but a dog, that he should do this great thing? Elisha answered, Yahweh has shown me that you will be king over Syria. Whoa, like the guy uh, who's there? This Hazael? dude, Hazael, yeah. Holy He's shit. like, cool. <laughs> yeah, okay. Wow, that was such a weird turn of events. Yeah. That was, that was a twist. Yeah. That was definitely a I twist. D- didn't see that coming. Okay. Boy. Then he departed from Elisha, and he came to his master, who said to him, What said Elisha to you? He answered, uh, well, <laughs> um, a lot of things actually. It was he, pretty incredible. Yeah, he told me <laughs> that you would surely recover. Ha <laughs> ha! Hey, <laughs> it happened on the next day that he took the coverlet and dipped it in water and the spread coverlet. it on his face so that he died. What? Hold the phone. What? What Did he, like, is happening? I cannot parse this. Yeah, what does that even this. mean? What did he did he like smother him to death? The coverlet isn't that like the duvet? He dipped it in water and then did stuck it on his face, him? and then he died. Yeah, what is uh, happening? Okay, I'm checking the message here because <laughs> thank, thank you. What is going on? Oh my goodness. Okay, uh, so Hazael came back and said he told me, "Don't worry, you'll live." But Lies. the very next day, someone took a heavy quilt, soaked it in water, covered the king's face, and suffocated him. How weak and sickly did you have to be that just like a heavy quilt was was what did him in? It was a watery heavy quilt, Dedeker. Yeah, it was watery, Dedeker. Come on. Is that... Does that suffocate people? (laughs) I don't know. He like waterboarded him to death. But I thought the whole point of waterboarding was more that like it made you feel like you were suffocating when maybe you weren't actually... Hence, it's a form of torture. But yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, suffocating with a pillow, but it's like a big, heavy quilt with water on it. So it's harder to shake off, I guess. Okay, well, to be fair, this is a new one for the Bible. Yeah. Yeah, We haven't seen anybody killed this way. You know, we've heard like spike through the ear and stuff and like stone thrown by a lady, but we haven't gotten like wet quilt yet. Also, is that where the wet blanket comes from? (laughs) Oh, Oh, maybe. (laughs) You're a wet blanket. You killed the king of Israel. No, my question is, why why did this guy become king and not like a son or something? Because he killed the king and them's the rules in Syria? Okay. Are those the rules? You kill the king, you become the king? Maybe. It it is also weird that in the message it says someone took a quilt, (laughs) dipped it in water, and killed him. But in our translation... In the World English Bible, it's just like, he did it, uh, yeah. which has to be Elisha, 
or not Elisha, wow. Haziel, I no, mean. No, not Elisha. Yeah. That would be weird. <laughs> okay. Surprising, yes. Weird. Okay. <laughs> In the fifth year of Joram, the son of Ahab, king of Israel, Jehoshaphat, being then the king of Judah, Jehoram, the son of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, began to reign. Okay. Transfer of power. Great. Got it. Yeah. With cool. you so far. Okay. Uh, 32 years old was he when he began to reign, and he reigned eight years in Jerusalem. Wow. He walked. It's not very long. Yeah. He walked in the ways of the kings of Israel, as did the house of Ahab, for he had the daughter of Ahab as wife. Mm. Oh, so are we maybe starting to unite Israel again by oh, that's cool. Judah together? Yeah. yeah, maybe. Huh. Hmm. Okay. Uh, oh. He walked in the ways of the kings of Israel and did as did the house of Ahab, for he had a daughter of Ahab as wife, and he did that which was evil in the sight of Yahweh. Yeah, so yeah, no. okay. yeah so however, not so much. However, Yahweh would not destroy Judah for David, his servant's sake, oh my as gosh. he promised him to He's give him a lamp such... for his children always. A David lamp? has Yahweh points, like Yahweh frequent flyer miles just out the wazoo, yeah, just seriously. constantly cashing them in, even posthumously. Yeah, David's super dead at this point, but yet like <laughs> people are still benefiting on his behalf. Well, that's okay. nice for him. I'm pretty sure now we're just going to get some sort of rapid fire history of these kings here. So oh, okay. buckle your seatbelts. So we're going through we a go. bunch of kings. Okay. In his days... Edom revolted from under the hand of Judah and made a king over themselves. Then Joram passed over to Zaire and all his chariots with him, and he rose up by night and struck the Edomites who surrounded him, and the captains of the chariots and the people fled to their tents. So Great. Okay. Edom revolted from under the hand of Judah to this day. Okay. Then cool. did Libna revolt at the same time? Mm-hmm. The rest of the acts of Joram. Oh, no. <laughs> and all that he did. Aren't they written oh, in the no. book of the Chronicles oh. of the Kings of Judah? <laughs> Drink Allegedly. Yes, maybe. <laughs> Joram slept with his fathers and was buried with his fathers in the city of David, and Ahaziah, his son, reigned in his place. In the twelfth year of Joram, the son of Ahab, king of Israel, did Ahaziah, Ahaziah, I don't know, the son of Jehoram, king of Judah, begin to reign. Twenty-two years old was Ahaziah when he began to reign, and he reigned one year in Uh-oh. Jerusalem. <laughs> yep. Wow. One wonderful yep. year. One year. His mother's I name. I feel like it must not have been wonderful if it was only one year. <laughs> yeah. His mother's name was Atalia the daughter of Omri, king of Israel. He walked in the way of the house of Ahab and did that which was evil in the sight of Yahweh, yeah, yeah, yeah. as did the house of Ahab, for he was the son-in-law of the house of Ahab. We Wait a minute. So Ahab. What, what is the thing that he did? He, he was false prophetizing or something? False. No, with, with a lot of these, they don't say, but uh, it seems like the most common <laughs> grievance we've seen has been worshiping other gods or encouraging yeah. the worship of other gods. Okay. Or yeah. not crushing the worship of other gods. Exactly. Not yeah. crushing it thoroughly enough. Yeah. He went with Joram, the son of Ahab, to war against Hazael, the king of Syria, at Ramoth-Gilead. And the Syrians wounded Joram. Mm. 
King Joram returned to be healed in Jezreel of the wounds which the Syrians had given him at Ramah when he fought against Hazael, the king of Syria. Ahaziah, the son of Jehoram, king of Judah, went down to see Joram, the son of Ahab, in Jezreel because he was sick. The end. What? <laughs> Wait, hold on. That was anticlimactic. <laughs> hold on. Who was he was sick? sick, so he went who to went hang to out with who, someone. Who brought okay. who the chicken noodle soup? Yeah, so, so Joram, who's this king who we've previewed is only going to reign for a year. Yes, the 22-year-old. Yeah, he went to war with... He went with Joram. Sorry, gosh, it's so confusing here. <laughs> Jace, Jace, you're the one who is the closest I know. attachment and understanding of the text because you have the message open. Like, I'm sorry, if you I'm sorry. are losing it, we're all going to lose it. Yep. okay, okay. So Ahaziah is the one who only reigns for a year. Joram oh, okay. is reigning longer than that. But both of them go together to war against Syria, who now is led by by Hazael because Elisha prophesied that he would be the new king of Syria. Right? Okay. Yes. And Joram, so not this one is only going to reign a year, but Joram gets hurt in that battle and goes back to Jezreel to recover. And then Ahaziah goes to visit him in Jezreel. He's sick. Because he's sick. Because he got a boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the I'll end take for care today. Of it. Love <laughs> you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Again, I mean, it it was spooky at first, and then it kind of faded out into just history and kind of puttered. That happens a lot in this book. You know what, though? I will will take this relatively small amount of just sort of random history and dates of things happening compared to some other chapters where there's been a lot more. That's true. This isn't so bad. No, true. it's not. Now, speaking of not so bad, now that I'm halfway through the Smirnoff Ice, I'm also like, hey, this isn't so bad. And I'm pretty sure it <laughs> no. is my 18-year-old self from beyond the grave, <laughs> reliving, reenacting the same cycle. Mm. I think you've just blown your palate out so much that you're like, hey, the, I can it's keep true. drinking this. I could keep drinking. I could drink six more of these. No, please don't. <laughs> Dedeker, you need, you're a one and done for most drinks. And yeah, uh, definitely yeah, for that be, one. That'd yes. be bad. That'd be bad. <laughs> All righty. Wow. Okay. So where? Okay. Um. Jeez. Um. <laughs> more kings. More death. More kings are going to show up. I'm sure. More kings are going to do evil in the sight of Yahweh. <laughs> I don't remember most of these stories about Elisha. These kind of rapid fire, and he did this cool thing and that cool thing, and then he prophesied that cool thing, and he was totally right. And then someone tried to s- snap back at him, and he was like, "No." And that person died and was stupid. Trampled by crowds <laughs> of people. Yeah. I feel like Elisha is an even bigger. Like, he, he has more screen time than Elijah did. Yeah, which is interesting since Elijah is the one who's the bigger deal today. Like, the, the is Elijah's he? believed to be the one who's going to come back. Remember, because he went oh. to heaven without dying. He's the one who's going to uh, show up to every Passover and every... Right. So, yeah, he's the one with the chair that but you it, yeah. give him at the Jewish but it, holiday. But it seems yes. like <laughs> yes. Elisha, played by Vin Diesel, is actually a much bigger role a bigger deal yeah, doing we'll a lot, a lot cool of things yeah screen time in our movie but mm-hmm, yeah for sure mm-hmm. yeah it's cool the untold th- story of elisha <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness okay because yeah because second kings is going to carry us through to the end of the year right we're going to be yeah. here for a while yep. yeah that's going to be to the end of the year oh boy oh boy got a lot more kings to get through yeah probably Seriously. 
Okay, well, we got some stuff to look up for our bonus episode, um, and let's take this home. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for Bible Study today. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including ad-free episodes, early releases, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Emily Matlack, and me, Dedeker Winston. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album, Home of the The The. The theme song for Second Kings is Gotham by Avatar. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. Oh, shit. I'm not-